yo, 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 what's happening? It's the Grown Man Ish Podcast. I am Mike J, running the point guard and filling the lane, filling the lane like a young MJ in his prime. That is, I have my man Bowtie Fresh. Talk to him, Bowtie. What it is. Yo, homeboy, make some noise. Mm. I said, I said homeboy, homeboy, make some make noise. And hey, that was on TV the other day, too. <laughs> yeah, one of these yeah, days man. we'll have to do a, we'll do a podcast and talk about the greatness of, of House Party. You know, just to let y'all in, just to let y'all in, you know, man, because it's got a lot of great deep movie, stuff in this episode, man. I've always was the person who believed that Play won the right battle, and both I believe Kid won the right battle. I believe Play, hey, he over, he's overwhelmed him, man. <laughs> he had a few, he had a few bars, man. But you know, it's just yo, Play went low. He talked about his father's curfew, <laughs> and Play was a savage in House Party. But we'll get into that on another episode. How savage Play was in, no in, in House Party. <laughs> Before we move on, man, don't forget this. Don't forget he told Bilal that, you know, look, man, I'm taking the speakers. I come back to get you. <laughs> he nah. drove off. <laughs> no, nah, what he said, he was like, you don't want no girl in a project. You want Sydney. Wreck room. Bam. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> pull out couch. <laughs> Yo, this dude man. Like, play was a savage on House Party, on, on House Party, dog. House on Savage on House Party One and Two. House Party Three, I don't, I don't really, don't really get into that much, you know. But yeah, he was a straight savage, man. He definitely one of the original, one of the original savages. Hey, hey, man. But yes, man, we've been out for a minute. I'll take the blame for that. <laughs> like me, been been working like a Hebrew as, you know, in the salt mines, making sure you know, make the money to do what I got to do, man. So I apologize. You know, that's on me. That ain't on both sides. That's on me. For having to work, but you know, we back at it again, man. So what's been going on with you, brother? No, what you been doing on hiatus? You know, not not a whole lot of nothing, man. Just trying to maintain and you know get some things in order with the with the house and all that type of stuff, and just get ready for the fall and the winter time. You know, it's holiday season, and just you know trying to get things in order from that perspective as far as uh, space and time and. and you know, getting some time off work and, you know, just that, that type of stuff. But I do want to give an extra special shout-out, a big-time shout-out to my to my oldest son. Uh, my oldest son turned nine on Saturday. So um, I definitely want to give a shout-out to my son. Uh, I love him more than him and both and my other son. I love him more than life itself, man. But uh, I definitely want to say happy birthday to my oldest boy, give him the biggest shout-out, man. He had a good time. Uh, treat him right, you know, he got his first school cell phone and, you know, a couple Uh-oh. other little things for the, for the little Xbox. And, you know, we went and took in a Colts game, you know, even though, uh, you know, I, I have a certain feelings and certain stance on some of the things that the NFL got going on. Uh, he wanted to go, so experience his, his first Colts game. So we went and done that. And we really had a good time, man. We had a very, very good time. And I'm just happy. I'm happy that he was happy. You know what I'm saying, man? That's that's what I live for. That's what I work hard for to make sure my boys, you know, I got a smile on their face and, and you know, are, are growing up to be men and, and young men of, of standards. So had a good time, man. Had a good time. Shout out to, shout out to, you know, LT3 and Edmonton Steel. Holding <laughs> <laughs> it down. Holding hey, it man, down, man. Before we get into it, man, I got a few birthday shout outs. Number one, my mama's birthday was a. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, so I mean, last I hadn't recorded since the last time. So shout out to my mama, I love you. Yes, shout sir. out to my yes, sir. Definitely out. Alex. You know she's doing things up in Baltimore, doing big things, man, with these schools and everything. Shout out to her birthday it was a few days ago. 
And a shout out yes, to our sir. homeboy Dap. His birthday was a couple of days ago, so he didn't officially yeah, join the old, shout out to old man club. But hey, man, you see Dap the, the photo man that was on Twitter about him, man. He looked like he had the Carl Thomas photo shoot. He was like in the fall, man. I didn't know if he was gonna sing emotional or take a shirt off, or put on some or put, or put on some lug boots, man. He was out there. He was out there ready. Hey man, Yo, hey, man. hey, 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 Dap was channeling his inner Donnell Jones, man. Had the, hey, had man. the collar, <laughs> had had the had the button up tee. <laughs> hey, he was, he was ready. He was ready. So shout out, shout out to Dap, man. I've been knowing that cat. Uh, man, that, was, AKA, AKA years. the raw dog assassin. Raw dog assassin. <laughs> Twenty twenty-two years, man, since we was freshmen in high school. Years, so. man. So, you know, this grown man is just family, extended family, man. We've all been boys for a long time, man. So, shout out to yeah, everybody there, man. Also, man, it's like, damn, boy, we ain't recording so long. A few people died. Robin Leach, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. That was one of my shows yeah. when I was a kid. Yo, yeah, Robin Leach was like, okay, you know what do you say? Champagne drink, caviar, like champagne drinks, and caviar wishes, or champagne, or, the, or did I, Lifestyle, I, something like that. Yeah, man, it was player. That was a hell of a bar. Hey man, then uh, Rita Franklin passed while we was on hiatus, man. So man, you know, the queen, hey, man, that was queen, tough, man. Bro. That was a tough one, bro. I remember my auntie; she used to smoke uh, cool and Virginia Slim cigarettes and listen to Virginia Rita Franklin. When I was in the house, so I'm sure I might die of secondhand smoke. I'm, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now, so if I don't make it to fifty two, that's probably the reason why that my best hey, days my... when I was in my teens. But uh, yeah, I, I hey, like man, I feel the same way. My my aunt Kathy used to smoke them. <laughs> Virginia Slims menthols. <laughs> hey man, like damn, what like nostrils all you know sorted up for like on that episode of the Wayne Brothers and Pops was like, oh cool, what do you say? Uh, uh, a Harold Melvin in a blue nose uh, jacket. All I do is smoke like twenty <laughs> twenty uh, cartons of cools. And I, I swear, right. well my young my young lungs was was you know Virginia Slims and cool cigarettes while she listened to Aretha Franklin, man. So shout out to Aretha Franklin. And also, man, we lost John McCain, man. You know, we knew it was going to happen. Well, because everybody knows he's going to smoke, going to die. But, you know, he had that, uh, right, right. I think, brain cancer or something like that. Brain so, cancer. Yeah. So, shout out to John McCain, man. You know, he you know he showed some stand-up individuals. Yeah. I didn't agree with him politically. But, you know, there was some stand-up individual stuff that he did. And then stuff that he gave for our country. Oh, yeah. Like, I think 50 years in service between his military service and being a senator. So, you know, salute yeah, to you, good chap. But man, peace to John McCain and John McCain kinda went out like a G too, you know what I'm saying? Like he he, he let it be oh, known yeah. that you know, who he didn't want at the funeral, funeral. Was, who who he didn't want at the funeral. Yo, you know that's you know the horns took that personal too, boy. But that's a hell oh, of a that's G why he didn't like, say don't no. even show to my funeral. <laughs> hey, did you see before we get into like something else before we jump in that damn Trump dude, bro, they ain't even have the the they had the white the 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 American flag outside the White House like at full staff until like four o'clock today. They ain't even have a half staff. Yo, this dude was a senator. Oh, man. Yeah. Yo, I, was like, I, I, looked, I, looked, I looked on Twitter, it was like at three forty like PM. They said they they lowered it back to half staff as a respect to somebody in service who passed away, man, who gave, you know, his life to this country. You know, so you know you see those things. But we'll we'll jump into the we'll jump into uh to President Orange later. But uh I do want to jump into this man, and we we'll, we can hop into something else before we hop into that damn Trump news. That shooting in Jacksonville, man. That just I didn't even watch the like the Twitch video because I don't want to see that. But man, you know you know we talk about we've done this show. We're I think Bowtie and I we're in our episode fifty eight, I believe. 
We've been doing this yeah, podcast man. for over a year now. So shout out to everybody been supporting us. But I don't know how many of these podcasts we've let off. Rest in peace with somebody dying in a massive shooting. I can at least name at least six to seven episodes, at least mm-hmm. in the last year. And I and I apologize yeah, and beforehand if we're not like and if I'm not like giving to somebody their you know rest in peace and all that type of stuff if we missed a mass shooting. But to see this man and overnight, you I mean a video game tournaments, schools, churches. I I mean I know we are we we different opinion on yeah we different opinion (laughs) on people having firearms but I I you know in the weapons that they have uh, bro this man had this man had a red dot what do you need that for but see the hidden you know it I I I don't understand it man I I I really don't to see people just gun down like that because you mad over a video game. Bruh, yeah, or just, it's, it's or just mad, just mad in general. Like you know, even you know, we had we had that hit home here, you know, in in that town in the city, you know, at at, at a school here, you know, yeah. kid, you know, a young man was upset because little girl said that she didn't want to go out with them, or, you know, these type of things happen even with the adults everywhere. You know, people are mad about something, whether it's politics or, you know, hurt because you know somebody doesn't want to be with them or whatever the case may be, and. I definitely agree with Mike J. It's, it's sad to see uh, these type of things happen on such a consistent basis. Um, it, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I definitely feel a certain way about the ability, you know, to own a gun and you know so forth and so on. That's your right, but uh, it, there is, and like I said, and I don't know what the answer is, but there is something to be said with with the fact that these things are happening on such a consistent basis. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It is a, it is a very tough call. I mean, it had it has me kind of you know sitting back and thinking you know about my stance on certain things as far as gun ownership and that sort of deal. And I don't know, man. I don't know what the right answer is. I just know something's got to change because I'm tired of seeing people of of all races, people of all religion, you know, dying over 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 nonsense, man. It's just nonsense, bro. Yeah, so, you know, you see that stuff, man. So, I mean, I hate to start off the episodes with rest in peace. I know other people die, like, of dying of natural causes. Like, the three people we just named before died of natural causes. But these are kids. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you see these things. But, you know, like I said, I know, and I know it's now to the point for me, it's like, okay, you can pray, but prayer has to have action behind it. So, the the way and the way that I can have action is beyond praying is the fact of who I vote for. So I'm not telling you who to vote for. All I'm saying is in the NRA has a report card on candidates and certain people mm-hmm. are, are given high marks for their, you know, use of guns and everything else. And I think the NRA is tone deaf of what they say after every type of national, every type of mass shooting, it's always someone else's fault. So, you know, you can have a gun ownership and I'll leave it alone after this, but, I don't really, I don't really understand why people who are normal citizens need to have uh red uh, you know uh not silencers but uh infrared beams and all that type of stuff. They said one of yeah. the young men who got shot had a on the twitch that he before it cut off had a red uh, infrared beam on his chest. So wow. you know that's yeah. 
So yeah, like I said, I mean it's um, it's one of those things. I mean you have you you have to look at all of that type of stuff. I mean you have you know regular individuals like you and I who have things you know even beyond that. You've got you got individuals with like shell catchers. You got individuals with um, like the modified assault rifles and this type of stuff. I mean, it, I mean, it, it goes a long way. And I know that that uh, Mizey and I have talked offline, you know, about this. Um, and with regard to the to the three D um, guns, the the printable um, guns and manufactured guns, and that's sort of deal, which is kind of like a really hot topic right now. And I mean, it, it's just one of those things. Like, where, how far will this go? You know, what hands can these things be in? And you know, I think it's just as much as the the control of it, you know, of guns, as well as uh, the individuals that have it. Because a lot of times it's kind of like, you know, how is the individual even getting these things? You know, there's definitely a black market for weaponry, um, but the type of weaponry there is, it's just like, man, my goodness, where is this coming from? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's a slippery slope, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, definitely, man. So... Let's, you know, like I said, we don't want to over-politicize this thing. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with these victims, man. It hurts me to see anybody lose life, especially young people. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's – but let's jump into that damn Trump news, man. So, the last week, man, bro, yo, Trump, this seemed like things could be typically maybe falling apart. Yo, his personal lawyer took the deal. His money man got in uh, – you know, you know, his money man is willing to uh, – you know, he, they gave him immunity for it. Hey man, what's going on with Agent Orange, man? Do you think the you think things might be uh, falling apart? Man, it, it definitely looks like things are falling apart, but I think, uh, in my opinion, there's going to be some 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 loopholes, some caveats. Everyone's talking about you know impeachment or you know he just is finally on his way out and all that type of stuff. I, I just don't see that happening. I see, I, I really do, honestly, see him completing at least his first term or one term. And then maybe something different happening. I, I I don't see him getting up out to pay any sooner than that. That's just no. Nah, I don't I don't see. I think because number one, if you look at politics, the Republicans they have the House and the Senate, so you still mm-hmm. you got to have an overwhelming majority to be able to, to go through the impeachment process. I don't believe mm-hmm. that, but I think the credibility. I think what's going to hurt him more than anything if his taxes. Come on, he's not because he's always said he was a billionaire and had all this money, but he really has more debt, more property than actual liquid cash. Because you know, you get right. guys like Mark Cuban, they, they never saw him as like rich, rich, like wealthy, like they are. He's like an out on Warren Buffett type level, anything he's nowhere near that. So, I think right. that's going to hurt him more if his his, his finances come out and he doesn't have the money he says he is. Because that's you know, his whole thing is like he's made all this money, you know, he had like 15 million dollars in the 70s from his dad. So like I said, one of those people who was born on third base when they hit a triple, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but I, I think it's going to hurt his pride more than anything, man. So, uh, well, let's get to something, man, I think is funny. You sent something earlier. Did you see my man trying to color the American flag and didn't know how to do it? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the funny piece about that, and shout out to uh, to Ray Day, to our partner Ray Day for, for pointing this out, is like you have so much to say, I mean, in Trump, about individuals yeah. and the American flag, and here you are not even knowing how to color the damn flag. Like, bruh, come Struggling. On. What is wrong with he don't, you? He don't know the Struggling. national. He doesn't know the national Struggling. anthem. He don't know how to cover the flag, y'all. Somebody said that he was making the flag for Russia. Like, I ain't never seen somebody, like, putting blue over where he, the way he did it at, man. He just, he's a, a numbskull. I don't even know what the low life. I don't even know what else to call him, man. He's, 
Look, I was watching. Uh, <laughs> hey, I was watching Omarosa. She was on. Uh, I think it was Weekend Joy with uh, Joy Reid, and she said Donald Trump had a ninth grade reading level. Bro, he's the president of the United wow. States. I mean, yeah, she just you know stood out. You know, Omarosa. She got. She already got the recording. She said she got video and everything. Else. So I'm like, damn, a ninth grade. I mean, the way he acts is he's almost like senile. Like he just yeah. like he's not catching everything. So he gets mad and he like sent a tweet, tweet out of like one something in the morning. Not, not talking about some people lost their lives, something really random. Then he starts talking about how Tiger Woods, uh, how they try the crooked media tried to get Tiger to say something bad about him and Tiger Woods. Then he then he then he was on TV talking about not snitching, bro. Like who thinks he's like John Gotti or something? Hey, he was like, he was just, I, res- I don't respect people who fold. He said they fold thirty and forty different times. That's Paul Manafort. He didn't fold. Michael Cohen. He folded. Yo, what the hell are you talking about? You talking about yo? Trump is a gangster for real. You the president of the United States? You talking about not snitching and folding? Yo, man. I I, I really do think that he just he lives in a fantasy land, man. Like he lives in like this fantasy world. It's like, bruh, come on. Oh yeah, he's definitely in a fantasy land, bro. And his, yo, this is the stuff he says. Even the stuff he says about Ivanka was that is that the other name Ivanka? Yo, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just it's weird. Like it's like yeah, it's like all right. Yeah, but he definitely was. You ever met somebody who lies so much they believe their lies? And they were like full. Cool. Like if you said, hey man, if you come to me like, hey Mike J, I I, I was gonna go to a Bone Thugs and Harmony concert, but the limo forgot to pick me up. Or you know I can do all these, di- <laughs> or I can do That's all these different things. <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? Or oh, I, I go to all these extravagant places on on a public servant salary. You probably be thinking like, damn, oh, you know this goodness. person really believes their lies. And that's just the type of cat that Trump is. He's the type of cat that believes his lies, and that's the scariest person of all. You know, some people who lie a little bit, like, yo, like, yo, I had, like, you know, we 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 won by five, but we won by 15. Yo, this dude would be like, yeah. yo, I had a tri- I quadruple double. He, like, Trump was, like, everyday ice cube on the, uh, today was a good day. <laughs> but the white man's, like, extra male, no soul, clapping off beat version. <laughs> you know, hell, he, probably, oh, was, he probably was lying about, I don't know, he probably was lying. To Billy, was that Billy Bush about grabbing him by, you know, by you, you know what? But then again, he's probably done it. You don't know. It's like the lies between his truth and his lies. You don't know where they start and where they begin. So, yeah, yeah man. So yeah. shout out, shout out to, to El, El Trumpo instead of El Chapo, El Trumpo. <laughs> El Trumpo. <laughs> El, El Trumpo, man, holding it down, man. Hey, man. So, uh, so let's get to this mail. I got a mail situation. I'm at, you know, different by my place of employment, leading leading my staff to the good charge. And somebody the other day who was of the Caucasian race is blatantly told a lie on your boy. Lies, deceit, oh. and everything else. Like yeah, I said, on man, you yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't. I'm, un, I'm, un, I'm untouchable. You know, I start listening to Ether after that, man. You know, these, these haters and then these liars and everything. Y'all can't touch me. I'm untouchable. So take your extra mayo, clapping off the wrong beat, nice seasoning food, raisins in the potato salad, you know, greens and no <laughs> collard, <laughs> and everything else, man. Go on with your life. You can never defeat us. So I'm not going to get into the full story because that person, not that, that troll-looking person who, she looked like, um, 
before I get into it, man, like like Sabretooth. Like she had a really huge oh. like gap in her mouth. Oh with, like sharp like sharp teeth. They were like fangs though. So it looked like she could you know how you look at some of those animals and they could just rip like a sea bass, like from they can get it from the sea and then like <laughs> rip and like rip everything out. That's how her teeth were. They was like sharp and jagged. Like I should call her jagged edge. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, a Ferengi. Hey, <laughs> hey man, definitely has some animal-like tendencies, man. So different than wow. the, you know, the, than the people I usually see in my place of employment who will look like the, who are built like the juggernaut from the X Men. But you know, shout out, <laughs> but shout out to Jagged Edge. You know, you tried to hate on me. You working didn't, class you, knuckles. <laughs> yeah, working class knuckles. Some <laughs> hard working class knuckles. So shout out to them. But hey, man. So you got it. So man. So man, let's get to the Twizzler, bro. I'm gonna let you do the first one, man. So what happened in that town, man, with uh with the young brother Jaquan Dean? Yeah, man. So so this is just like one of the things and it happens every any and everywhere, but man, it just kind of put me on put me on another level because 'cause I'm like, man, here we go in the city again. The city of Indianapolis where I'm from, you know what I mean? But so uh, there was a black man um uh, who was arrested uh for loitering. Arrested for loitering. And what he was doing was fixing or working on his car outside in his apartment complex. So the man pays rent. He lives there. It's his vehicle that's broken down, and he's trying to fix it so that it can become operational. So a uh, security guard comes over, and I'm going to say security guard because he was not um, uh, any type of police officer or whatnot. As a matter of fact, he was terminated from the Marion County Sheriff's Department. Uh, but we're not, we're not going to go there. We're not going to talk about his shortcomings in every way with fashion. But uh, security guard James Reynolds was the individual who approached uh, Mr. Dean and arrested him or, you know, so forth and so on for loitering when he was fixing his car. So we just add that as one more thing that you can't do while black. Cannot fix your car so that you can uh, maneuver around the city to either job, work, or, you know, wherever you church, wherever you need to be. You can no longer work on your car in a public setting, um, you know, w- w- without being harassed by security. So, uh, Mr. James Reynolds, security officer, top flight security, with the light, with the, yeah. <laughs> with the, with the, with the this nigga had on a daggone bulletproof vest and a flashlight. Nigga, what are you doing yeah. out here? It's like, it's like what, what are you looking for a bear in, in, at nighttime? Because that's, I mean, that's all you got. That's all you doing. But uh, Mr. Mr. James Reynolds. You can get the whole Twizzler. You can get you can get that that East Side of Naptown special Twizzler, that Forty Second and Post, Thirty Thirtieth and Post Road uh, Twizzler. For those who, who know about the city and from the city, y'all know y'all know what goes on down there. So he can, he can take that Twizzler all all the way down to Marion County, the uh, Marion County office downtown, and, and sit on that bad boy. And also, this bastard is running for. Uh, I don't know if it's city council, but he's running for something for public office. So, like city I always say, I'm not telling. So I'm, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but I need you need to know that if this individual is trying to, you know, welcome people for loitering, you might want to change your vote to someone else. Don't care what party, but this is this is what happens when you get people in the process mm-hmm. and you don't vote because you give people an opportunity like this a chance. So he can go ahead, like I said, like my brother Bowtie said, go ahead and sit on that damn Twizzler and swallow one too. So next, and this yep. person is ultimately despicable, and this goes out to 60-year-old, I don't even want to call him a man, he's less than a man, and that's David Allen Dean. Now, David Allen Dean, 60-year-old, urinated on a young black girl and called her, and called her the N-word. 
what type of gutter street like like the worst of the worst of this I mean he's up there to me with like kitty porn mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's beyond. Absolutely. He is beyond. Like it really he, he should just don't hit take take the Twizzler and like, you know, you just kick the chair on the somebody when they hang themselves. That's what type of that's what type of individual this lifestyle this cat should have. So hopefully they've charged him with a hate crime. He be arrested for many, many crimes. Yeah, I was gonna say he needs to be charged with a hate crime. He needs to be charged with indecent exposure. He needs to be charged with uh what is that lewd lewd conduct. Lewd yeah. conduct with the minor. All all of that. Register the anything, anything and then he just I need his ass whooped. Oh, I think if he, he when he goes to the to go to the pen, I think Katz is gonna take care of that. Because from what I understand from oh, jail, yeah. they don't really take too too kindly to to being to touching on children. So David Allen Dean, not I'm not gonna waste too much of my time on you, but you can go ahead and, and get the Twizzler, and hopefully before you know you meet your maker, you go ahead and get what's coming to you, you know, figuratively and literally. So hopefully somebody kicks the chair underneath and you just suffer and die. Cause that's just sick to do that to a child. No, it's sickening, man. It's sickening. No, no, I agree Beyond with you, sickening, bro. bro. Beyond sickening, man. So you go oh, ahead, man. Get that twister, bro. All right, man. So you know, we're kind of moving fast through this thing, man. But we coming to sports, bro. And I got a few things I didn't that I didn't want to throw at you. But I'm first one. This man, Kobe turned forty this week, and there was rumors that he was going to join the big three. He put the kibosh on that. Yo, man, what's your favorite Kobe moment, man? Oh, man. There's so many favorite Kobe moments. Uh, I think I'm I think I'm gonna go with my favorite Kobe moment. Uh just because it was just so heinous. Uh, but my favorite Kobe moment was that damn dunk on Dwight Howard. Oh, man. Man, that oh man, that dunk on Dwight Howard when Dwight Howard was in Orlando. Oh my goodness. That's my that's that's my favorite Kobe moment, man. That dunk was so damn vicious. It was it was just one of them that was like yeah nigga now what, I, I'm but that, that that's probably my favorite Kobe moment. My second favorite Kobe moment was was, was the inbound play with with him and Matt Barnes. Kobe didn't flinch. Matt oh, yeah. Barnes tried to like take the ball at his face or what? No, Kobe didn't flinch. Kobe just gave him that OG stare like he gave him that that such the entertainer boy like nigga I wish yeah. you would. <laughs> wish nigga would. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna ask you one more thing, man, and I'll give you my. All right, before I'm ask you one more thing, we did a poll. Excuse me, I'm sorry, on the Grown Manage podcast on the Twitter poll. Your favorite Kobe, eight or twenty-four? Uh, I'm gonna go with twenty-four. I'm gonna say twenty-four. I'm gonna go with my eight. favorite Kobe. Eight was just an athletic. Mind. I mean, eight was like who I enjoy watching more. I think twenty-four is a better player because he matured. But eight man was like you talking about dunking on somebody. I remember Kobe dunked on Ben Wallace when he was uh they were I think they were playing the Wizards in the preseason mm-hmm. and he hit I that crossover that. in Vegas and Ben tried to get into a restrict there and he just flushed it on him. And my most hateful yeah. Kobe moment was game four in two thousand NBA finals. Shaq fouls out. Pacers have a chance to tie the series and Kobe goes crazy and he like tips it in and ain't and the Lakers winning the game and up, you know, winning the series. Four to two. Yeah. I want a COVID. I want a yeah. man, you know, I know Jalen Rose said he tried to like, you know, you know, put his foot out to COVID to step on him, but it didn't stop him, man. So as much as COVID <laughs> is a great player, man, he broke my heart, man. But, you know, he's one of the greatest ever. I know at times, man, for me, yeah, yeah. I, tr- I like to troll Kobe fans so much because they think he's better than LeBron. So, and so you almost forget 
about his career because you know you're having a goat conversation about LeBron, then that like bald head Lou Gossett Jr. other type of looking cat with the with the hoop earrings and the red eyes, and then <laughs> next thing you know, here come Kobe fan is like kind of coming into conversation. He's like, man, get out of here. And so you almost forget how good, how great he was on the basketball court. But uh, you know, shout out to those guys, the greats, man, LeBron, the goat, uh, Lou Gossett Jr. and then Kobe. But yeah, man. But uh. <laughs> What's going on, man? The football, Here we bro. go. Here we oh, go. Oh man, come on, man. Hey, like I said, hey, I'm just saying, man. If you like your, if you like your goat to wear a size sixty uh, XL jeans and hoop earring and look like look like he's been on on a two day bender, that's your man. <laughs> or you want somebody who's gonna help start a school? That's the goat. <laughs> well, hey, man. So before we hop off of sports, man. I see, you know, I'm a Giants fan, and I told y'all my boy Beckham was gonna get the was gonna get the was gonna get the bag. Odell got the bag. Go. I think he got sixty five million dollars guaranteed. So I'm sure he's gonna and be he dancing. I'm sure he's gonna get the peroxide. That blind is gonna be super tight. <laughs> and he was, you know, and I'm sure he will be losing his mind on the field against Josh Norman because they are mortal enemies. Even though he be killing Josh Norman, so you know it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> hey, interesting to see. Yeah. Odell out there, he, he, I feel like the leader of the Golden Lords, boy. Hey, man, he's going to be ready. <laughs> Red D, $65 million. I think that dude's like 25 years old. Oh, yo, yeah, yeah. Odell is going to be ready to roll, man. So, hell, he said back, he, you know, this cat might get his chest hair dag on painted, uh, painted gold or whatever, blind. So, he's going to be ready to roll, man. But he's, hey, he's ready. I don't know, man. Hold on. Oh, that's a, that's a that's a fifty-five million guaranteed, boy. That's a whole lot of pizza and powder, boy. I tell you that. Uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you know, allegedly, bro. We ain't trying to get sued, bro. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Hey, all I know is, hey, long as he, long as he performs hey, I mean, on the field. A, I mean, it was a, it was a pepperoni pizza. It was a pepperoni slice. Yeah, it was a pepperoni, pepperoni pizza, and I, and I believe it was a, uh, was it a was it a, was it a white girl too? Oh, shout out to the Beckys. That's all right. I mean, you know, it's like they pop up everywhere. Like, damn, you know, you sit back and, like, you know, dancing on beatings and twerking with they uh, and twerking their spines. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> hey, man. So, bruh. So we're going to get hop because we're not really going to talk about preseason football or anything like that. It's kind of like, eh. We'll get, to the, we'll get to the real deal later. But, bruh, this week on Power. Probably one of the best episodes, the best, definitely the best episode of the season, man. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. Yo, my man, the G, Kane and Naked 50 Cent, has, has died, went out like a damn G. But I'm not even going to get into oh, the man, full 50, episode. 50, 50 Cent died? Yeah, man. Hey, bro, he went out like a G, man. <laughs> hey, he went, out like, he went out like a G. But, man, so, you know, every week I do my top five. Did he go, people, did, did he go, so did he, did he go out like old girl on, on uh, New Jack City? It's a rock uh, and my baby. <laughs> oh, oh man, that dude killed like three cops, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he put in some work. Bravo, yo. Bravo. Yeah, Kanan was Kanan was a damn was so. Then he's like, you know, he's Kanan, but he's like, he's, he's talking like Fifty Cent. There's no separation between between the two. Like you could tell, like Fifty mm-hmm. Cent could be like a sociopath because <laughs> this whole Kanan <laughs> thing is just a little too easy. <laughs> <laughs> like they was talking about something and this dude was in there looking like at some daggone white white girl on Playgirl on on Playboy. I was like, Hell no, y'all talking about y'all talking about setting such some drug dealers up and this dude looking at, at a white girl on Playboy. 
that's funny, man. You know, uh, but man, so I know every every episode I do the five people who deserve to die, and number one would be Dre. Okay. Number two is Sax. Number three is Teresi. Number four is Tasha. And number five is Proctor. And you're probably wondering, like, Mike J, you're missing somebody. For the first, only the second time all season, we're missing Tariq St. Patrick. Hey, man, I was going to say, man, I don't hear Tariq on here, man. I don't. Uh, uh, he did, some sucker, he did some sucker He did some sucker stuff, man. He cussed out his mama. But, you know, he, you know he, he, finally, he finally did something to make things whole. Now, I'm sure he'll do some other dumb stuff later on. Like, I knew Tariq was on a whole nother level when, when Kanan was sipping lean and he was, like, sipping out the same straw. Ain't no damn way I'm putting my mouth on another straw another man that had. Stuff that ain't even my damn daddy. But, you know, that, you know that's just, <laughs> yo, man. I like, damn, I know this thing's a father figure and had, you know, selling dope and everything else. <laughs> but, damn, <laughs> you going to do that? But, man. But, yeah, so like I how said, you get, spoiler, you get it how you live. Hey, you got to be honest with it, but I ain't never put my mouth on what another man didn't have. <laughs> man, so let's, yo, man, let's get to Insecure, bro. Well, hey, man, so man. You, I watched the episode twice. I watched it yesterday, and I had to catch it up for the day, man. So let's, what do you think about Daniel and Issa, man? Man, so here, here's my thing with Daniel and Issa. They, they, I think if, if this continues down the path that it is, I think the only person that's gonna get hurt is Daniel. I think that I think that they need to go ahead and just get it out there. Look, we're gonna be an item and just trying to work through it, or we just gonna kick it and be cool and be some fuck buddies, you know, here and there. Like I think that they they really need to get that out. But I, but honestly, like that's been Issa's thing for the past few seasons, like really just kind of kind of being out in limbo, not really making a decision, not really committing to a certain way. And I think that I think that that's how she finds herself in all of these precarious situations. And, but I think if this continues as it is, the only person that's going to get hurt is Daniel. Now, that being said, I do feel like Daniel is being a, a, a puss-ass nigga. That's oh, yeah. Put it out there. And I think he's been, and it has nothing to do with Issa or, or, or him in the box or nothing like that. I think that how Daniel handled the situation, and did we say spoiler alert? Did we, did we put that out there yeah. for, the, for, for this? Well, it's okay. not spoiler, so, spoiler alert. You know, spoiler I know alert. this is spoiler alert. I'm, hopefully y'all didn't saw it, but so, you know. Yeah, if y'all ain't seen it by now, what the hell are you doing in your life? But anyway, um, so, so my thing with Daniel, the way he handled the situation with the other producer dude, man, that was a whole move. That sucker was move, bro. And, sucker and move. Then, then, well, hold on. Let's, let's, get, into let's, that get, let's went, get into that. Let's get into that, Bowtie. Let's get into that real quick, if you don't mind. Like, tell the, people why you, what, tell the people why you think it's a sucker move, then I'll go, then I'll go back to it. So I think that it's a sucker move or a bitch move simply due to the fact that this cat's trying to put you on. It ain't got nothing to do with a handout. It ain't got nothing to do with I'm better than you or this or that or nothing. Dude never approached Daniel wrong. He never he never went, you know, try tried to use his cloud or nothing like that. He simply was just trying to put Daniel on. That's it. And he was no. like, Yo, I, I work with this cat and I'm saying your I'm saying your shit is dope, but I'm trying to tell you that this is what this cat likes. So why would you not if if I work with this cat and we done made millions of dollars together and you trying to work with him why would you not take my advice and say, "Oh, okay, okay, you you didn't you, you didn't popped off with him. You must know a little something. Get your damn head in the damn game. Make your little niche. 
make the beat, take his constructive criticism, get you get your leg in the door, get you a little notoriety, and then start to really push your shit. Like, I just think it was a big move, man. Like I, that's like. I mean, that's like Mike J trying to put me on or something and being like, yo, bow tie, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know this cat, I've been around him, you might want to do A, B, and C. You know, this is just how he, this is how he rolls. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, cool, you right, and then I just go and do my own damn thing. Like, nah, I need to yeah. try to, if you've been around this cat, you know the inner working, I need to try to pick up on that and try to get my shit in. I need, I, I'm trying to move up. He said in the previous episode, I'm tired of just being a SoundCloud producer. Okay, so here's yeah. your chance to not just be a SoundCloud producer. And you fucked it up. Yeah, because I wouldn't. If I'm dude, I'm, I'm done with you. Because it'd be different yeah, if you played the beat we made first. I'm like, hey, if you don't, if he wasn't feeling this, like, hey, check this out. Y'all came up with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to get my man's props even if he do because he's getting me into the door. Now, after he gets you yep. in the door, it's on you. But like I said, man, yeah. Daniel, he's. I, for me, Daniel, he's acting like a sucker, and that's not even. I'm not even talking about the stuff with him and Issa, or whatever. We'll get into that a little later. Yeah. I'm more talking about how she's always having to pick him up, and like you know, what I'm saying every man you get down, but it's the point of like having to get a pick me up, and to the point of this, this like sucker ass behavior. He's like he's very passive aggressive. Like yeah. you know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't, ain't standing no passive aggressive, passive aggressive man. Like even. Like, you know, when they had the argument at the restaurant. I mean, you understand, you know the girl going through it. You stand something slick to it. What 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 type of points you get off that? I mean, Bowtie and I, we cut from a different cloth. Like we ain't really into like arguing with no women and going back and forth and all that sand nah, nah, that. type of stuff. Man, it's just I just feel like I'm above it all. I'm like, if you if a, you want those shots to me, especially as a woman, I'm just gonna I'm gonna laugh at you and go on about my damn day because you just can't you can't face me. But he's like such a passive aggressive man. It's like he got a lot of like Lawrence tendencies. Like all the male characters there have a lot of like like this bitch ass tendencies. And it's you yeah. know, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what what's going on with that. It's just I'm not saying that every man has to like you're gonna be like I'm like you shaft or something like that. You're gonna show weakness and vulnerability and that's part of that's just part of being anybody a uh, human. But like him saying that little comment to it and all that type of stuff and then you know, yeah, that was another humble move. Yeah, you trying to invite us to the bed and all that type of stuff, bro. If you're gonna do that, you should just be honest. Like, look, you are gonna stay here? You know, this is what it is. Like, you trying right. to, you know, even like him bringing the other chicks around, bro. You putting on the show to try to hurt her feelings. Yeah, you know, even yeah. like when he like when he squeezed one off is. on the last, when he squeezed one off on the face last season. You came to a job. You just keep showing sucker-like yeah. behavior. You're trying I'm to putting be you in a class yeah. of Lawrence. Like, you need to go sit up there with you and sit up there and have a pity party with your feelings. So, I don't know, man. But yeah, I'm more, my bad. More, bro. Man. Sort of same way, yeah, bro. man. I just can't get into that sucker stuff, man. But, man, so let's, so let's also, let's get into the whole... I got some, you know, I got some, some I got some, some curious your thoughts. So, you know, they get into the argument... And then Daniel's talking about, well, you know how they mean what I said. I was upset about Khalil. You should have handled that. You should have <laughs> talked to that man right then and there. That's the sucking move like that. Daniel's the type of <laughs> Yeah. Well let me ask you this, bro. Daniel kissed her one time in the mouth and he went straight for the he went straight for that Yorkshire pudding. Like, damn Dan, you didn't try to hit the nibble or nothing. You went you went straight for it. It must have been trash because she told him to stop. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, damn, Daniel, you, you know, I got some questions, man. So what do you think about Daniel 
and in that, that moment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, man. Hey, man. I just, I just think that that may be Daniel's thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, that's that's just how he, that's how he gets them going or gets them open. You know, he's like, shit, I'm going straight for the box, and you know, get it, get it, get it, get that tongue move. I, I think that's just his thing, man. Because I mean, it's it, it seems to be the go-to. So. Yeah. Unless he's just trying to overcompensate from what happened last season, you know, with the with the with the one eye Willie shot, you know. Yeah, I know, right? Or maybe he's maybe maybe he's like, you know, look, I'm 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 trying to overcompensate, you know, I'm not. It's not all about me. I'm trying to, you know, please you or whatnot. I don't know. Hey, let me, know. What he said? Let me let me bless you. <laughs> Yeah, hey man, he had he had Issa looking like the Tampa he had Issa looking like the Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, mascot last season. So, hey man, the way, hey man, the way, the way Daniel go below the equator, man. Then you know, Daniel out there like young sir. Yes, I may. <laughs> yes, I may. Yo, but it must have been yes, trash because I'm just going. I'm just saying, like, yo, if you putting that face down, I mean, you know, in the cases of not sexual assault, because believe me, we ain't talking about that. We're just talking about, you know, somebody who's coherent <laughs> and it's a willing, consensual, yeah. can you know willing partner, yo, he got down there and started looking at Yorkshire pudding for like 30 seconds. He told him to get up. Well, then my man got up and, and, and lay it all pensive. Then he go brush his teeth. Like, damn, Daniel, you gonna, go, you gonna go down there and nibble down there like that on the sweat box and then not finish the job and just lay there and not brush your teeth? You at least go brush teeth and gargle and floss. So, hey, man, like I said, man, Daniel's, Daniel's a different type of dude when He's, he's a ill type of dude. Ill. Especially, I don't even know. And then the fact that she had an NWA shirt, I'm like, yo, take that off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? They always oh. reference the West Coast because you see in that dream sequence, she had the Laker jersey. She had the Laker t-shirt yeah. on. So yeah, I, I, I think that's the thing, repping the West. Yeah, I'm just, well, my thing is this, man. If, we, if I'm doing that, bro, I don't want to see no picture of Magic Johnson on there, and I sure don't want to see no picture of Easy e if I'm eating that oh, Yorkshire pudding. Oh, so. <laughs> was, that, was that a strategic choice of individuals you just chose? Is that what this no, is? No, I just – I, I, no, no. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, honestly <laughs> – no, man, honestly, I didn't, man. I was listening to Real Compton City or Real Compton City G's a few days ago. That's one of my favorites songs and magic when I think of the Lakers I always think of magic so but I ain't even think I ain't even honestly didn't even put together that you know those two individuals and one of them definitely had the monster another one was, eh, he's still here with us 25 years 26 years later but uh no nah, I didn't even think about that because if I would have said James Worthy the first thing I would have thought of big game James was like spreading his was spreading his legs on that spread on that daggone dunk and then like you know getting that prostitute and you know what I'm saying and like riding around on a bike around LA so you know I would have thought about Kobe I would have thought about Kobe I would have thought about you know you know him using the jab step to to get into other areas. <laughs> and I was thought about Whoa. Shaq. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, that's all right, man. This will, this will let you know what he's doing. Hey, I'm just saying, man. You know, you just asked about the t-shirt. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think about. It. I just thought I didn't want to see their faces. You know, Kobe. You know, you, you know, right. he's talking about, yeah, talking about that good footwork and you know, and pump fakes and everything else and precision. Maybe that's how. He, that's maybe that's how he was taking them down. <laughs> He had a jab, specific jab. area. Yeah, I know. He had a specific area that he liked to hit. So, shout out, shout out to the Mamba. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey. So, 
right, but uh, so let me ask you this, man. Back to Issa and Dan on Beyond the Sex Start. Do you think that you know he? She's always she uses him as a crutch. But do you? But so do you think that he's using her as a crutch? Because now he went from one episode like into it, like his girl want her to leave. Now, so when she start cleaning up, so much you can go ahead and stay. So you think no, she, he's think, using her as a I, crutch too? No, what I really think it is is that Daniel's always had something for her. He's yeah. he, he's made a move a couple. He's made a move a few different times. And he's always had something for Issa. Even that whole oh, my girl wants you to leave. That was a lie because she called him yeah. up at the, at the last the last time. He was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She, 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 she's cool. Like he was still yeah. going through that. We all knew that was a lie. I think the thing with Daniel is that he's always got a thing for Issa, and Issa is not committing one way or another, and he doesn't know how to handle that. He doesn't know how to yeah. to, to take that. He's like, okay, do I play the sideline? And then when he does, like he gets mad, like oh, I don't be, I should be on the sideline. You know, I think we should be this. That's in his head. So I think that's why I said early on, if this continues like this, the only person who's gonna get hurt is Daniel. I think Issa's gonna be sky free. Yeah, she's. I don't know. He just has some some sucker like behavior, man. But uh, but yeah. So let me let's get into Molly, man. So you know, it seems like Molly is not happy at the new job, man. You know, you know, she's talking about her old firm, her old this, her old that, man. Do you think she should have stayed at the old firm? Because she doesn't seem happy at this firm now. I think – I don't know if she should have stayed or not. I, and I I think with Molly, she's just used to certain accoutrements. She's used to certain certain things, and maybe this current firm isn't as big as the other firm or whatnot. I don't know as far as technology and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, I look at it like this. At the old firm, they weren't willing to give you the money, and they had all this kind of stuff. Now you're getting the money, but you're gonna to have to, you know, work work that off on the back end. You don't have all these, you know, ex, extra accoutrements, so to speak. So, do you want the money in your pocket, or do you want them to spend money for you to make your job easier? Because I mean, apparently neither place has both. And yeah. So unless you find a place that has both, you got to make do with what you got. So you got to understand and realize a little self actualization here. You got to figure out what's most important to you. Do you want to be around your people and thrive and push push the envelope and build to something, or do you want to be around the other folks and you know not get you know the recognition and not have the opportunities that they're afforded to you? So, I think Molly's got to choose, but I think Molly can, in my opinion, she can't keep playing this comparison game. You either you move on and you, the grass is greener, and, you know, in some in, in some spots, and then you, you you know you got some crabgrass in some other spots. You just got to figure out what you're willing to deal with, and I think that's where Molly is. She wants the best of everything, and she yeah, has not had that. No, and if you want the best of everything, you may have to strike out on your own and do your own thing. So, yep. I don't know, it's just kind of – because she seemed real sensitive when they made that joke talking about the old firm. Cause she, that's a, you know how somebody yeah. gets – I remember this girl I went to school with – she, I, I mean, I was at, and I was in college. They'd always, they would transfer from a university and I always compare. I'm like, well, if it was that great, then why are you here? And then they would just get right. crickets. This seems like Molly's that type. Right. She's that type of person in, in the workplace. So it's like one of people who seems miserable. So I mean, else, you yeah. know, so you got any? I mean, even even, uh, even, uh, even Issa and the rest of the girls told her she need to take a step back. I mean, yeah. when, you, when your friends are checking you, your friends are your friends. Your friendship should be able to keep it real with you at all times. Tell you, you know, talk to you good. Tell you know, share that, share that, share that knowledge with you. They should be able to keep it, keep it real with you and check you. They should be able to, you know, uplift you. And I think that her friends are doing the same thing. Like, yo, check yourself. You know, yeah. think about what you're doing. 
for you regularly wreck yourself as the song would go. Right. But uh right. hey man. So before we get to the music thing, man, I seen something on, on Twitter. I forgot to send it to you. Yo, it was like I think I seen something like the dude got his girl and his girl's mama pregnant. That's some what? wild stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I was not. So somebody <laughs> tweeted like, <laughs> "My cousin got my my cousin right got there. his girlfriend and her mama pregnant." Yo, yeah, that's 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 a, that's a bit much. Wild stuff, bruh. <laughs> yeah, I don't man. even know what the yeah. I say, hey man, Twitter it will always be undefeated. I'm like, man, like, can you imagine? Like, yo, it's one thing having a side chick, but it's like, yo, the side chick is her is your baby girl's mom. You coming yeah. through smashing that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a whole oh, other level. Yeah, whole other level. And also, before we finish insecurity, did you hear a dude was like, you know who got titties? Viola Davis. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you hear that part? Yeah, that. He's like, niggas, you watching yeah, this is us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is that is crazy, man. But, hey, man, so... Another thing, man, let's go ahead and jump into this music, man, real quick. And then I got one more question to ask you. We can get up out of here, man. So I think it was like uh, 15 years ago today, trap music, well, I think a couple weeks ago, we've been on hiatus, trap music came out, man. And that's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. man. That was a that gone. Ooh. Yeah. That was, I was a like, man, that was album, man. My goodness. I knew who he was. I was like, man, why? How he wear his hat like that? Was well, hat don't move, you know? <laughs> and why he look like Gumby? But no, oh, man, man. Yeah, but yo, that's like one of my favorite albums. So, man, so give me some of your favorite tracks on there. Oh man, my favorite track is Rubber Band Man. Right off, right off the gate, Rubber Band Man was my favorite cut. Uh, Rubber Band Man. I like Twenty Fold. I like Ti versus Tip. I like Be Easy. Uh, I like the, I like the title uh, the 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 title song trap music. Oh, yeah, the I like Bezel, I like Bethel on there. Yeah, that 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 album was a banger, man. Long live yeah. the game. That was a man. I, I mean, that was a banger. But like I said, Rubber Band Man was probably my probably my. And I said they probably that was my favorite song on that on that whole damn album. For me, damn, I mean, uh, I, man, go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, I, I was gonna say uh, had had David Banner on that bad boy with the production, man. That that yeah. was my joint, man. I bumped I bumped that like crazy. Oh yeah, I bumped it like crazy, man. Shout out to my homeboy Pierre for hooking me up with it back in the day. Then I ended up buying it later. But yeah, man, uh my I mean, all the songs you name I bang, but my favorite song in there is I still love you. I think what made trap music so good mm-hmm. and it still resonates to this day is he's able to you know, a lot of cats they was like, Ah oh, trap, our oh, trap, but it was never talked about the downside to the game. And, you know, yeah. if you're going to do anything, hustling, that type of, it's always a downside to the game. And, I mean, I still love you. I'm doing my job. And, like, you know, you talked about, like, you going through this, you know, as far as a man dealing with different women and then I'm doing my job. Like, you out there hustling and, like, you know, how people view you in the neighborhood, but you just trying to take care of me. But, of course, be easy. And all the songs you name, man, and, like, I was getting it, man. That's just, like, to me, it's one of my top, that's one of my favorite albums. The only song I didn't like was that I Want to Be a Man song. I hated that song. Other than that, man, I, I, I can bang that much. Right, boy. And went, oh, I want to be a Yeah, it was they took oh, Roger's yeah, yeah, sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I know they were trying to make a commercial song. But I'm like, like T.I. is one of those few artists that went on a great 
three album back to back to back uh, spree of making great albums. Because you know, there's very few yeah, people yeah, can make yeah. can hit the get there because hit them with trap music, urban legend, and king. Urban legend, yeah. So you know, between getting locked up all those times, between all those albums, but you know, very few can hit that three. And it takes it takes a it takes a great artist, in my opinion, to hit the three back to back to back. You know, so yeah. you know, shout out, like shout out for that one. It was a little bit further. I like the Paper Trail album too. Yeah, and that Paper Trail banged too, but it was like they had a Ti versus Tip in between that one. So yeah, but yeah, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a banger, man. So that I still think that's his best work. I mean, because you know that was the second album, man. So that's like Ti is like one of my favorite rappers of all time, man. You know, so he can just he can rap his ass off, and he cocky as hell. Oh, yeah. Especially, but he can he can rap like you know some cats say yeah. you know they couldn't really rap. Like people would ask me who would I like more, Wayne or Ti, and I always like Ti more because it's like Wayne could flow. Well, Rain was were rapping, but this the songs and the the lyrics and the hooks never went together for me. It's like he was just rapping, just randomly rapping. So Lil Wee Anna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but did you also see they uh Birdman, he apologized to Wayne, man. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that man. So, yeah, man. Big move big move by that man. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you're a grown man and you recognize you're wrong or whatnot, and you can come out, especially in that in that music business and the genre of music that they, you know, that they're in, and you know the street life and so forth and so on. And you, you know, you come out and be a man and like, look, man, I was wrong, and you know, this is what it is. But I, I, I definitely commend Birdman for that for sure. Everybody yeah. making jokes like, oh yeah, he lost lost Drake and 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 uh, Nicki, so he had to eat humble pie and try to keep Wayne on deck or whatnot. And, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know if that was, if that's the case or not. I don't know. I'm taking the man that, you know, face value. He, he manned up and was like, "Look, I was wrong. This is what it is. Let's make this right." So I give him props for that, man. Yeah, and also they've cast money. They've went through four incarnations. They went to the bounce one, then they went to one with Juvenile and the High Boys, and Juvenile was the most popular person on the label. Then they went to when Wayne mm-hmm. took over, and they went to Drake and Nicki. So, I mean, Birdman, yeah. however you want to say it, he's successful at. It's a successful businessman. Maybe not paying people right, but finding talent yeah. and making stars and making great music. So, I mean, if this because yeah. he lost, he's lost other great artists before. So I don't believe that he's gonna, you know, stop now. So you can look at when he, when when we we talk about hip hop, Brian and, and Brian and uh and Slim Williams is going to some of the greatest execs of all time. Oh so, yeah, as far definitely. as finding talent definitely. and being a part of making great albums. So I don't. I don't think that, I mean, he Man. could be, you know, he could be saying that, but I think like you, I'm going to take him at face value because, he, you know, he's, they've always found, found new talent with cash money. They've yeah. always been reinventing it, yeah. you know, reinvent themselves with their sound and the artists. So, you know, I think that's really what it is, man. Man, but, where, man where's Rich Homie Quan at? I don't know, man. I have no idea. That's a, I guess he was on there because I did like that song. He had him and Young Thug. That was my, that was my cut. Oh, lifestyle, uh, yeah, yeah, lifestyle. Hey man, shout out to my pops for doing a two step to that. <laughs> hey man, but hey man, so let me ask you this, man. So before we get to the last album, what's what's something new you bumping? What's something new that you listening to, man? <laughs> Bruh, so I'm gonna put y'all on a little something and shout out to my shout out to my dog Cliff. He put me on, man. I've been listening to a lot of that UK drill, bruh. Like, no lie. Them cats out there 
Like, you talking about them dudes be talking about that? They sound like Idris Elba, but they be talking about stabbing each other. So they don't, they, they can't have the hammers out oh. in the UK. You talking about stabbing oh, boys? Man, they, oh, man, these, boy, these boys is going in. They got the hammers. They got knives, whatever, man. So I want y'all, and y'all hear this? Y'all hearing this from, from, uh, from, from Bowtie Fresh? I want y'all to go out and check out this this uh, cat or this this uh, song. It's called Jumpy Remix. It's a uh, ambush, Skepta, Chip. Man, y'all need to go chase on Spotify. I'm sure it's everywhere else, man. It's the Jumpy Remix. That bad boy goes hard. Like I said, shout out to my shout out to my guy Cliff. He put me on. Man, this bad boy is that, that bad boy's a killer. There's also a song called Praise the Lord. It's ASAP Rocky with the same cat Skepta. Bruh, that bad boy bangs. Y'all need to go check that out. So that's what I've been listening to. I've been listening to a lot, a lot of this UK grind, man. A little UK drill music. Them cats is killing it out there, bruh. No yeah, for me. There's also hey, and then one more for y'all, man. It's 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 a it's a cut called Mausoleum by this cat named Diva. It's a D Block Europe. Oh my goodness. Yo, y'all need to go check it out. Check it out. Shout out to all them cats. I take no credit. I'm just, yeah, I'm giving y'all y'all's free pubs so and y'all cats has earned it, man. Y'all got some bangers out there. So if y'all listening to the Grown Manish podcast, shout out to the UK, shout out to Europe, and you know this production is banging. These these songs is killing it right now. That's what I've been listening to a lot. Outside of that, if you want to come back stateside, uh, I've been listening to that Montana 300. He's killing the damn game. Uh, that Montana 3 uh, 300. <coughs> excuse me. His new album. Uh, Pray for the Devil. He's got a song on there called The Crow. Oh man, that's a killer. He got a song on there called Chirac versus NY. That's a banger. So yeah, that, that's that's what I've been listening to on the rap tip. Uh, for me, I can, get, I, I, I can get y'all some music on the Buns music now. I, I've been listening to R and B too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know, I mean, those who know Bowtie Fresh know I like to you know partake. So. uh I yeah, mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Here lately, I've been listening, listening to a lot of old stuff. I really new stuff ain't really ain't really hit me yet. Uh, I mean, I listen. I went through when Aretha Franklin died. I went through that catalog. Come on, I used to listen to it, but I really started listening to that song, especially like when she was on Atlantic, man. I was like, damn, she was talking some real stuff. I heard the song, like respect and all that stuff. But I really sitting down, man. Aretha was talking about some real shit going on. And you know, yeah. of course, I always go back to to my old stuff like Prince and Michael Jackson and you know, R and B and all that type of stuff. And, you know, listen, to, you know, listen to older rap. But I haven't really found anything new. The last, I guess, new things that came out. I like the internet. Uh, that the that the group oh, assistant. Uh, yeah, yeah I've been bumping oh, up yeah. that. Yeah, and I, and oh, I like bro. listening internet, to like internet been hot. Yeah, I've been you know, but I'm talking about the last album that came out recently. That was that yeah, was yeah, a yeah. banger, man. So, um, yeah. but yeah, that yeah, I like them. I like them smooth groove type stuff like that. That's one thing, you know. We'll we'll, we'll finish up with and uh, like last album pretty soon. But it's one thing I like about Insecure be some stuff that I really wasn't on. That you know, I was like, oh, this is kind of dope. Like I ain't gonna lie, I never was into Frank Ocean, and I heard biking on. Oh, I think bro. the end of the season, but end, I just never. I mean, it was cool, but it's not I really wanted to get into. But I, biking is like one of my favorite songs. But I heard that on Insecure, like I think it was in the season one, it was season one or season two. But um, this is a cut that I like. So, but shout out, but shout out yeah, to that bro. man. So, yeah man, you know, hey man, I put, man, I could put you on the so so much of shit like that, man. Down Frank Ocean, I know. Have you been listening to Daniel Caesar? <laughs> yeah, I like Daniel Caesar. 
Daniel Caesar's a, a damn groove. Hey man, this is cat. It's uh, I, I I always pronounce it wrong. It's r dot lum dot r. Oh my goodness, that cat goes oh. like he's got he's, yeah. he's got some he's got some R and B shit that's, that's that's a killer out there, bro. Yeah. You need to I, check him I, out. I like her. I mean, I've been bumping that. She got the legend is a little EP, so I like that. Uh, she got some cuts mm-hmm. on there I like. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty. You know, I go from I go from gospel to jazz to R&B to rap. Just kind of, oh, you kind of higher, higher my mood, however my mood is, man. But uh, hey, go, hey stuff, you need to check out Division too. You need to check out Division too, man. Yeah, I've heard of that. But speaking of, yeah. We've talked about it, a lot of different music kind of combined into one, and I kind of want to end off on this. One of my favorite albums of all time came out, I think, today or a couple years ago, I mean, a couple of days ago, and this is like 20 years old, and that's Outkast, ATL, and it's a second album. Yes, sir. I think, yeah, man, so talk, tell, me, tell me about ATL, man, because I got a lot of thoughts on it before we finish on up. Hey man, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you cook on that. Everybody, everybody knows Outkast is, is, is Bowtie Fresh and Mike Jackson, you know, favorite favorite group of all time. You know, probably favorite artist for for Bowtie Fresh at least. Um, this is one of my favorite albums of all time, also. So um, I'm gonna go in with with, with the songs that I liked off of it. Uh, I like the, the the title song AT Aliens. I like Elevator. <clears throat> excuse me, I like Elevators. Um, I like Two Dope Boys. I like Decatur Palms. I, I mean, I. I the, the whole album, man, like the, the the whole album is a banger for me. If I if I had to pick some songs, um, th- those would probably be the, the, my my top ones, my top five. Oh oh, don't forget uh, growing old. Uh, it was for the yeah. end of the album. Uh, that was another one of my cuts. Yeah, this is the album, man. Me, I liked I liked everything, but it took me a while to get it because this came out. We were fourteen, you know, and this came 14, out. Yeah. So, that, so that made Outcast like twenty twenty one, around there. So for me, yeah. when I first heard it, I thought it was going to be another Southern Playlistic, and it's so differently sonically and lyrically from Southern Playlistic. And it took me yeah, probably into my 20s to really appreciate how great that was because, you know, at 14, it was like, oh, this is cool. But I didn't understand the concepts because I was 14 years old. Pretty smart. But, you know, I hadn't lived life yet. 14, I'm like going into eighth grade. Man, this stuff, right. the lyrics, man, to hear these cats like, like the Catersome and this deep it was like those deep things that you didn't you wouldn't think about at 14 that when I became a grown man it just, it resonated with me man so I mean I got both time I said we I'm, I'm outcast is our favorite group that's one of the few groups that I would pay like big big money to go see you know you know because you know oh, I don't yeah. want to come around with that. so you know I would you know I enjoy big boys music you know I listen to Andre came out with a song on Mother's Day but I um, mean, I love Outkast, so that's one of the things I listen to probably both, once a week. So, yeah, yep. this album, just, yep. it was just, it just resonated, and it's also it's changed to production wise because Andre and Big Boy they did some of this album themselves. It was a different different yeah. sound and organized noise. So it was still funky, yeah. but and it was more into went some other things. So that's when I was asking you about the music of what you're listening to because I think what we anytime we talk about Outkast, they take so many different types of music and they fuse it into hip hop. They they open oh, your yeah. ears, man. So I think that's oh yeah. The great the greatness of Outcast, man. So I guess the next step for them would be the rock and roll hall of fame and, and more you know. But yeah, that's yeah, like that's, that's that definitely needs to happen. Yeah, so some other things that came out, but we didn't really get a chance to discuss when we was on hiatus, man. But one thing yeah. I do and want maybe, to maybe one. Yeah, we'll get back to it. 
I was gonna say one of these upcoming episodes, man. We might we might dedicate an episode to y'all, or at least a portion of an episode to y'all to some music, man. Because Mike J has mentioned before, and I know we talked about it before that Mike J and I both are just huge music buffs. We love, you know, pretty much something about every genre. And like Mike J said, there's I will go from jazz to gospel to to urban jazz to to R and B to rap to old school rap to I listen to some rock, man. I was I was listening to Uncle Cracker going down Post Road the other day. You know, folks were giving me that. Folks were giving me that look. I was listening to uh, Lady Smith Black Mambazo when I was just I was taking a walk on my on my uh, you know at my workplace. I work you know in a got a pretty nice office on the canal and you know sometimes I just get out and walk, man. I was listening to some Lady Smith and you know it was just I listened to so much different stuff, man. And uh, so maybe one of these episodes, Mike J and I give y'all you know a good portion of the episode and talk about some music and. You know, just different things that we like, things that y'all should be on the lookout for, and hopefully y'all can put us on with some new stuff. Because I'm always looking for new artists and you know, new sounds and new things. And you know, shout out to my fam, shout out to my to my cousin, you know, Ro James. You know, that's my fam, that's blood. We you know, we graduated together, high school together. And, uh, he's out doing his thing and pushing for a, a good genre of music and uh, you know, a different bit of a sound. So I'm always looking for new stuff, man. And, and hopefully, you know, y'all reach out to us. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on, you know, email. But, uh, you know, Instagram, you know, we, we Mike J and I, we don't mind interacting with folks and, and talking about a lot of stuff. Mm, we man. love you know, it, we, man. That's, we, our, that's yeah. our thing. Hit us up, man, because we will always go back and, you know, and if you say something, we will go back, not in an argumentative way, but we just want to engage, man. This We do this for fun. So. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. You know, just we want to have fun and engage. So just, you know, if you got some new music you want to put us on, I'm always, you know, like going back and forth and listening to some stuff. Like, hell, the other day, I, you know, everybody's talking about little Baby. Got a few cuts on there I like. I mean, ain't, ain't, ain't my whole thing. I'm through the whole thing all the way through. But yeah, it's a decent cut. So, I mean, yeah. it's like the young cats to come out. Man, I'm not ever going to judge something without listening to it now. Some stuff. Like Takashi Six Nine, that just ain't my thing. But you know, you know to, each, to each, no, it's just to each his own, Dumb man. It's just, to, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get in, I don't get into them. But you know, it's to you know, to each his own, bro. But man, let's go ahead and close this on out, man. Bowtie, give us a word, brother. Okay, so yo, uh, word word for this week, something to take for y'all to take with it. And it spoke, it spoke to me uh, a lot because this has just been a lot going on, uh, you know, with. With me personally, I know Mike J has been going through a lot. Uh, a lot of our brothers, you know, in our group chat and, and, and cast, you know, that our our little brothers, they've been going through some things. And you know, shout out to my boy Mike Jack. Definitely still praying for you and your family as well, my brother. So um, something that something that stood out to me this week, uh, and it's a quote for y'all. I hope to take it with you. It says, "Talking about our problems is our greatest addiction. Break the habit. Talk about your joys." And I felt like that spoke to me because there's so much that goes on. And, you know, we're always quick. I know I hit Mike J up and, you know, um, I hit Mike Jack up. I hit Ray Day up. I hit Dap up. Um, you know, I hit up, hit up my uncle, uh, you know, Big C. And, you know, and there's times I'm just like, man, so this is going on. This is going on. I hit up my boy Rob. You know, hey, I got so much going on. I got this and that. And I find myself doing the same thing. I talk about my problems. talk about, you know, different things that are going, you know, going on and, um, this this spoke to me, and I felt like you know what I'm going to start making sure that I make it a point to talk about my joys too, talk about my son, talk about my wife, talk about my family, and you know the things that are going right. Because you can't get caught up in all the things that go on, and you know so, sometimes you just you you really need to make it very intentional to 
talk about the things that are going right as opposed to the things that are going wrong all the time. Yeah, you can't you can't beat that, my man. Because you know, and for me, it's just like one door has closed. But man, it's just like sometimes when the door closes, and then you just realize like how many other opportunities are going to occur after that door closes. This gives you a sense of joy and peace. So, man, I'm I am truly feeling a lot better after some other stuff that's been going on. But you know, it's a freeing feeling. So, shout out to everybody, man. Appreciate y'all being down with us and. You know, you'll follow us on at Grown Manage Pod on Twitter, Grown Manage Podcast on Instagram, Grown Manage Podcast at gmail.com. And, you know, you'll find Mike J at Build Bro Inc. And you'll find Bowtie Fresh. Go ahead and give me your, your Twitter handle, bro. Oh, yeah. You guys can hit me up anytime on Twitter. I am Fresh underscore Bowtie. So All feel right, free to drop, drop me a line, hit me up, and, you know, let's, let's talk about something. You know, I like art, I like theater. I like, you know, music, you know, but I can talk about some, you know, some, some absolutely crazy stuff about fights at Walmart on, on Lafayette Road. So, you know, let's just engage and have a good time, man. Just try to enjoy life. Yeah, no doubt, man. And the next week, man, Living Single had 25 years. I mean, they had it on TV one of the day out episodes. Man, we'll we'll hit that up next, next week. I and mean, also, Martin, be 26 years to the day, man. So we can talk about that on the next episode. So appreciate y'all rocking with us, and we'll, we will catch y'all next week. We out of here. Catch you on the flip side. Peace. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829. While supplies last, see store for details. Jim, got courtside tickets tonight. You in? Can't. Got plans. Hi, Jim. Grab a bite later? No can do. Very important plans. Jim, can you work late tonight? Ah, sorry. It's a really big night for me. Daddy, want to go to McDonald's? Hmm, can't wait, buddy. There's nothing more important than family. That's why our Happy Meals come with an Honest Kids organic apple juice drink and all the quality time in the world. Now just $3 off the one, two, three dollar menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.